Welcome to the Dude Make Something podcast, where we discuss faith, mental health, and personal development for the purpose of helping black men to stop being mediocre and to do the work to become excellent for God's glory and the good of others. What up, black man? Welcome to another episode of the Dude Make Something podcast. I'm your host, Jamile Calpin. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? You checking mental, mental? Staying all right out there, you know, making sure you're in a good mental health, mental headspace. You know, getting therapy if you need to get therapy. Sorry if it sounds a little uh, noisy. I am driving. <laughs> um, and the roads where I live are terrible. Absolutely terrible. Um, but while I'm driving, I just had this thought. Like, we need to be aware of our environments and how the environments that we're in actually impact our mental health overall. So, as an example, where me and my wife live currently we've been living here since the end of 2020 actually or is that right i don't know anyways we've been living here for a little while maybe close to two years and um since we've been here like when we first got here everything was like seemingly perfect um the environment was really nice it was really quiet and the streets weren't bad (laughs) Um, but I guess as things started to let up with the restrictions and dealing with the pandemic and so on and so forth, things have just gotten progressively worse, noisier, the streets are being jacked up. Like they were doing construction on the roads near our apartment for several months. And by the time, and while they were doing that, that was blocking up and slowing down traffic and causing all kinds of headaches and just like it was just bad but the thing is they left after they were done whatever they were doing but they left the roads terrible like terrible it it doesn't even look like somebody worked on the roads in a good way it kind of just looks like somebody just dropped a line of asphalt or asphalt all the way down several roads near this neighborhood and it sucks and it's frustrating (laughs) it's just like a huge headache and i think throughout this whole pandemic and the coronavirus situation our environments have been impacting the way we respond uh has been impacting our mental health has been impacting our emotional health our physical health everything and In the midst of all of that, you know, I think people are becoming more and more conscious of toxic environments. And toxic environments can also include the physical location that you're in. So if you are in a neighborhood or in a city and the streets are terrible or there's a whole lot of traffic or you're not near, like you're in a food desert and you can't get access to good food or it's super noisy everywhere you are, A lot of that stuff will start to wear on your mental health. A lot of that stuff will start to wear on your emotional and your physical health and just overall not give you a good quality of life. And I think as black people, we have sadly uh, settled for a lot of bad, bad stuff. You know, we've settled for bad environments, unhealthy environments, toxic environments, because some thought 
created a belief that this is all we're good for or this is all we deserve. And whether that's staying places where you may have pest issues or staying places where you have very little space or you have really crazy or noisy neighbors or you're staying somewhere where the air quality is bad or the water is bad. A lot of this stuff we've, one, been in these locations because we financially and economically can't go anywhere else. You know, a lot of people, a lot of our people are in environments because they can't go anywhere else. Their family is there. They financially can't get out of that environment. Or if they try to go somewhere else, there are so many roadblocks put in place to keep them from going. So you can think of like redlining or people not being able to get loans to purchase homes or whatever. Like, and that stuff wears on us. And I think because there has been, I would say, trauma related to it, and there's been so much systemic racism, systemic practices put in place to keep us from getting to healthier locations, we've just accepted, well, this is just the way things are. This is just the way life is uh, for our people. You know, like even the idea of living in the suburbs or whatever, and that's not good. And I think from what I'm seeing and a lot of content that I'm reading online or have access to listening to through podcasts or YouTube channels or whatever, news reports, during this pandemic, people are becoming more and more aware of their environments, of toxic situations, whether it's work environments, whether it's home environments, whether it's actual physical environments, and they want to change it. And I think it's so important as men that we do the same. Like we need to be aware of our toxic environments, the environments that we are in and the environments that our communities in and the environment that our families are in. Like if we have the ability, which we can develop as men, we can change our atmosphere. We can change our environment to better us and to better those we are responsible for and to, you know, create healthier environments for our families, for our community. But it really does start, I think, it really does start mentally. Like, sometimes I've noticed, and this may just (laughs) take over this podcast. I might shave the other thing for a different podcast. I've noticed that since the pandemic driving for me personally driving has become more stressful and i don't know if it was just that period of time under lockdown or whatever that people just seem to drive more reckless and more aggressive now than before and again i don't know i don't know if that's you know, taking a break and not being on the road all the time, Uh, especially, you know, living in the DMV area, there's a lot of traffic often, Uh, especially if you live in or near DC, there's a lot of traffic. The highways are usually annoying and it's just bad, but now it's 
like five times worse than what it was prior to the pandemic starting, prior to all the lockdowns and prior to all that stuff. It's like people can't drive or people are, are again, more aggressive with their driving, just more erratic and chaotic and whatever, like reckless. And that's not good. And for me, just driving to run errands or if we're traveling somewhere, me and my wife traveling somewhere, sometimes it's just stressful trying to have a peace of mind on the road. And so that's your environment, you know, that environment's going to can mess with your head. And again, we just accept it because, oh, if I'm commuting to work, people always drive like this. It is what it is. No, that stuff is going to start to wear wear on you. It's going to start to break you down. It's going to make you like it's going to start to impact the way your body feels because you're carrying anxiety as you're driving. Or you're becoming more aggressive for no reason just because you're trying to get the work or just because you're trying to run some errands. No, like for me, I try to drive as safely and as easygoing as possible. And I, I, I have no problem with driving in the slow, slow lane because <laughs> like for me, I just want to get to my destination safely. And no, I don't want to rush. I do not want to have my adrenaline running just because people want to speed around me or whatever. Like, I want to get there steadily. <laughs> I want to get there calm. I want to keep my blood pressure down. I don't want my blood pressure being high just because I'm trying to get to the grocery store or trying to go visit friends or something like that. That's not healthy. But in the society and culture that we live in, we just accept it. We just tolerate it and say, oh, well, that's, that's just part of the rat race. I'm not a rat. And neither are you. And we shouldn't really be racing. <laughs> like, what? We, we, we just accept these things and tolerate them, not realizing that it's actually being detrimental to our lives, being detrimental to our health, being detrimental to our communities, being detrimental to our relationships with people. Like, having road rage shouldn't be an acceptable thing. Like, if getting in your car makes you angry, if driving around people makes you swear or makes you hit your steering wheel or threaten to hurt people, that's a problem. <laughs> that is not good. And we, there's so many things in our environment that we overlook, or like I said, we tolerate, that we need to start changing, that we need to start addressing. And again, it starts with our mental health, like how we think about things and what we believe about things and just our mental state is a good root to look at. Root being like, you know, roots of a plant, like the very base of something. Because again, if my environment is just causing me stress, if it's triggering to traumatic experiences, that's something that needs to be changed. It's something that needs to be changed and we have to start addressing those things. If you are at a job that is a toxic environment, more than likely, you're probably taking that home with you and that's gonna impact your relationship with other people. And as men, we're supposed to be serving and loving our families and even our friends and our community. But if we have 
if we're transitioning from one toxic environment to the other one, we're just spreading toxic waste everywhere. And that toxic waste is impacting us too. Like I think when we think of toxicity, if we think of um, toxic waste or whatever, radioactive material, we, we try to think of it as like, you know, what we see in comic books or superhero stories. Like, oh, I got some radioactive radiation and now I'm going to become the Incredible Hulk. No. I got bit by this <laughs> this genetically modified radioactive spider. Now I'm going to become a Spider-Man. No. Like, no, no, no. This is not how this works. <laughs> we, we are not meant for that. We thrive in good health. We don't thrive in toxicity. We don't thrive in dangerous situations. Sure, we do things to survive, but there's a big difference between surviving and thriving. And we have to start looking at this differently, that like tolerating surviving situations is not beneficial in the grand scheme of things. And again, I, I suggest to you and to myself that it starts with our mental health. It starts with our thoughts. It starts with our beliefs that will impact the way that we behave. And we need to address those things. We need to start identifying, all right, well, what are the toxic uh, environments that I'm in? Even if it's like, well, I live in a city and the infrastructure, like the road infrastructure is just terrible. It's just terrible. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like every time I drive, there's potholes everywhere. I, I'm concerned that my shocks are getting messed up on my car. I'm concerned that I blow out tires every six months, every six months, like stuff like that. Or there's hella traffic everywhere. And every time I get in traffic, I just feel drained. Commuting back and forth from work or to go run errands, I feel drained. No, that's not good. That's not good. Or I'm living in an environment where the air quality is so bad or the water quality is so bad or even like for some people that may seem so far away of like something to address and I get it not everybody is able to get up and move I understand that so we can come we can try to address things that are closer to home or easier to manage what's the content that I'm consuming what's the music that I'm listening to what's the stuff that I'm streaming on Netflix or Hulu or wherever you watch What's the stuff that I'm watching on TV? What are the articles that I'm, you know, reading? Because that stuff is toxic too. That, that stuff can be toxic too. It, it can be detrimental to your mental health. It can be detrimental to your well-being. It can be impacting how you relate to those around you. Like I mentioned before in some of my other previous content, if you're listening to red pill kind of manosphere stuff that's making you look at women look at women in a demeaning, negative, and villainous way, that's definitely going to impact the way that you relate to your spouse, or a girlfriend, or a sister, or a, a female co-worker, a, a, a woman co-worker. All that stuff's going to impact that, you know? And, like, we have to be mindful and careful of that and start to identify these things that I'm consuming, these things that I'm exposed to, 
they're actually not helping me. They're not serving me. Because ultimately, again, on this podcast, I want us to make something of ourselves. And I want us to do things to help our community. And ultimately live for God's glory and the good of other people. You know, and again, I, I believe it starts with our minds. It starts with our mental condition. And we have to address those things. And really, the, to do that, we have to take a step back. We have to take a step back and try to have an unbiased perspective on all the things that we consume, all the things that we are around, all the things that uh, we expose ourselves to. You know, it, it takes a level of self-awareness that we have to stop and slow down and, and question and look and be very critical and discerning of what's happening around us. And also we have to be critical and discerning of what are we doing? Because sometimes we're the ones adding to the toxic environment, which I think is really hard to understand or even accept, but it's true. Especially as men, we have, <laughs> is that Encanto? <laughs> Somebody's listened to the Encanto uh, soundtrack. Anyways, um, <laughs> as men, we have, sometimes we may not feel like we do, but we have, it's part of our design and the privilege that's God-given for us to have an impact on our environment. Like we have the ability to leave marks on people and on things. And not to say that women can't do that, but it's a lot easier for a man to do it. And that can be for good or it can be from for ill, like for bad. And so we have to take some time to be self-aware and to question and look at and, and criticize and, and to be critical about what are we doing? What are we producing? What are we consuming? How are we interacting and impacting our environment? Because one, we don't want to keep taking things in and supporting things that are causing problems. And we also don't want to keep doing things that that's causing problems. Because at the end of the day, that's not going to help us live in vibrant excellence, live our best selves, to shine our light in the most effective way. It's not going to help us to live for glory and for good. And it's not going to help us to be the best versions of ourselves, to be happy, to be joy-filled. It's not going to help us. So yeah, we definitely have to stop, take the, take the time to reassess and to reassess and to question and to critique and to, you know, and to break things down and look at it. And really that's been the opportunity. And even though in this crazy chaotic situation that we've been going through since 2020, that's been the benefit of it. And a lot of people are seeing that. They're seeing that opportunity to reassess. They're seeing that opportunity to change things. And we, as black men, we need to do the same for a constructive way. Because sadly, a lot of people are trying to use this opportunity. A lot of men are trying to use this opportunity to do destructive things that they believe is constructive. It, you know, I had another podcast episode about the idea of, you know, black men trying to be red pills and how being a red pill as a black man is actually supporting the matrix of white supremacy. And we 
a lot of times these men don't see that. Like, it's not helpful for you to support the demeaning behavior and rhetoric of black women. It's not helpful to try to tear down black love or push people away from being with their own people. That's not beneficial. Or to even treat women in general as vessels and tools for your own satisfaction. That's no good. Because again, you're, a lot of these ideas and a lot, a, a lot of these thought processes are supporting white supremacy. They're supporting uh, ideologies and, and rhetoric and tools and, and systems that have been placed in this country and all over the world, really, that have been taking advantage of our people, have been taking advantage of black men and black women. And we're believing that repeating these thoughts, repeating these ideas and trying to quote unquote hold women accountable and this and that, we're thinking we're doing something constructive when really we've been duped. We're being deceived. We're not actually fixing anything at all. We're just feeding the machine. We're creating more division. We're creating more unhealthy environments. We're creating more unhealthy men, which is the problem to begin with. We need healthier men to be leaders of our communities. We need healthier men to serve and to love and, and to make an impact, to leave good and beneficial marks on our communities, on, on our, uh, in our marriages, in our families. We need more of that, not less of it. And the red pill stuff, that manosphere stuff, all that crap, it's not helping. <laughs> it's, it's not constructing. It's destructive and being painted as a constructive thing. It's a farce. And we need to assess that. And I think more and more people are doing that by the grace of God. But that doesn't mean that people, a lot of men still aren't stuck on it. And we need to get rid of that. We need to do the work so that we can be healthier, so that we can live for glory and for good, so that we can live in vibrant excellence, so that we can have good mental health, so that we can think better, so that we can believe better, and so that we can behave better. All that's important, but it starts with us being self-aware. So yeah, definitely during this time, we need to do that. We need to take the time to assess what's going on. What's the environment that I'm in? Why am I, why do I feel depressed? Why do I feel anxious? Why do I don't feel right? And what am I consuming that's helping that or feeding this unhealthiness in my life? And what am I doing that's creating an unhealthy environment or impacting people in an unhealthy way? Even myself. Like in another episode, I talked about how vices aren't good. Is me drinking every day or every other day or just drinking to get drunk, is that healthy? Is that really healthy? Or do I just need to go to therapy? Is me smoking weed every day really healthy? Or do I just need to get help? You know, like, 
There are so many resources and things available to us in this generation. Whether you're young or old, it doesn't matter. But there's so many resources available to us as black men to improve, to grow. There's so many books. There's so many actual good podcasts, YouTube channels, um, services like BetterHelp. Oh, you know, like there, there's so many things that we have no excuse. We have no excuse for why we can't do the work to become our best selves. But it all starts with us being self-aware. We need to be self-aware. And we need to take that time to really question and assess. I got to look at my environment. I got to look at what I'm consuming. And I got to look at what I'm doing. So yeah, definitely take some time. Take some time to do that. Question your environment. Look at your environment. Critique it. Question and critique what you're consuming as entertainment or as information, whatever. And question and critique your behaviors. How you communicate with people. How you communicate to yourself. Like we have to be aware of our own self-talk and our, our beliefs about ourselves. You know, it's, it's so, it's so important. But anyways, I just want to encourage you, black man, keep doing the work. Keep showing up. Realize that you are here for a purpose. And God wants to use all of us, all of us, for his glory and for the good of others. And in the midst of that, he also wants us to have a joy-filled life by living out our purpose and living out our design as men. So continue to protect your mental mental and do the work to live for glory and for good and to live in vibrant excellence. Thanks for listening to the show. Be sure to like and subscribe on YouTube and rate and review on your favorite podcasting app. Black man, you're called for more than mediocre living. You're here for a purpose, to live for God's glory and for the good of others. Let's do the work and keep choosing to live a vibrant and excellent life. Until next time, go make something for yourself, of yourself, and for God's glory and the good of others. Peace.